Round Guy Radio Sports is brought to you by these great sponsors. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors in Wellman has your car. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa, for all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family-owned for over 40 years. We repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. B&B Propane and the family of Jet Stops in Burlington, Salem Stub, New London, West Point, Denmark, Houghton, Bonaparte, Milton, Fairfield, and Birmingham. And McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto for all of your farm machinery and auto recycling needs. Well, we're talking high school football as the new schedules are out. We've got Clint Weber, uh, head coach of the Peacock Panthers, on the phone with us. But before we talk about uh, uh, the Panthers, you've been raising some money for uh, to help some of the people out with the, the damage from the tornadoes. Uh, uh, you had some basketballs uh football signed and now you're doing a couple of really special basketballs could you tell our listeners about that real quick yeah you know i think it's uh was it march 31st that unfortunate event of tornado went through the area and you know we well our suit of body went out and cleaned up on one day and We've just really been trying to pull together as a community and help the people out that lost. You know, there's a handful of families, seven or eight families that lost everything, and then a, you know a good amount of families that lost some, you know, replaceable minor possessions maybe that uh, were more like uh, you know secondary things like buildings on their farms and you know things like that. But we had a lot of people lose their actual house and um, immediate possessions, so. You know, always try and find ways to be creative, to raise more money, take the burden off of maybe the financial impact that um, they're, they're experiencing and try to make their lives a little bit easier. But, yeah, we took a football and two two footballs and a helmet. And, uh, you know, I had Coach Ference up in Iowa City sign those, and we did a little bit of a silent auction with them so that uh, – you know, it just made a, a different style of fundraiser on top of people already being uh, or donating money. Uh, just another way to bring, you know, a chunk of money in for those people. And, you know, we are able to raise $1,502 out of those three items. And then uh, yesterday we launched a basketball signed by Lisa Bluter and Caitlin Clark to be uh, silent auctioned off. And uh, I think that ends Thursday night. So... That'll add a little more to the pool of money that we're going to donate back. Well, every little bit helps, and that's that's a very southeast Iowa thing uh, for you guys to do with that. You know, just uh, there. I don't think uh, there's a place in the country where neighbors helping neighbors is more uh, ingrained in the community than here in southeast Iowa. So we very much appreciate you doing that. But uh, I'm going to shift over and start talking about football. If that's all right with you, Coach? Yes, sir. All right, so I'm looking at the schedule. It looks like uh, it's it, the the year starts out with the road show, as you've got uh, three of the first games uh, on the road in the first two. But we're going to go over these games one at one. So we start out with the uh, gas, uh, the bus full of gas as we head to Eldon, 
for a game with Cardinal, which seems to be the uh, traditional start for the Peak and Panthers uh, uh, for several years now. Uh, um, why is this this matchup uh, uh, so important, and uh, what are we going to look out of that matchup? Yeah, you know, since I've got here, I've just noticed the kind of the the close uh, proximity and. You know, even in the hallway, I hear kids talking about Cardinal, not always just about sports, but in general. And I've noticed that the rivalry between uh, the students and, you know, I think even the adults enjoy it. You know, they, the first year here in 2021, they had quite a team and, you know, they took it to us pretty bad. And last year we were able to get over that hump and, and win 20 to zero. So, uh you know, I expected uh, expect a pretty competitive game for sure. I think they return a lot of people, and uh, they're always, you know, I think they always play hard, and you know, they they played a lot of fire and energy more than a lot of, uh, you know, some of the teams that I've coached against over ten years. They always come out fired up, and you know, you need emotion when you play, especially in the first game of the year, and they'll be ready to go and. We're excited to get out there. I know, you know, a challenge for both teams will be, a, you know, every time you enter a first game of the season, you know, usually only you have a scrimmage under your belt, and that's about it. So, you know, I think part of that game could come down to who's, you know, who's able to start executing that early in the season and obviously not turn the ball over will be a, a deciding factor as well. Well, uh, Cardinals uh, team two years ago versus last year's uh, uh, team is – uh, like the old saying, speed kills. And two years ago, Cardinal had it. Uh, hold on. Oh, we lost you, Coach. I'll, I'll got you back, though. Hey, we got you back, Sorry. Coach. That's cool. Uh, yes, I was just saying speed kills. Uh, two years ago, Cardinal had the speed, and they killed you. And then last year, you maybe had the speed advantage, and you were able to put it on them. Uh, uh, I think that those two Cardinal teams kind of sum that speed kills thing up, don't it? Yeah, uh, you know, I thought last year a, a big part of the, the deciding outcome was um, physicality and, and outlasting, and, and that's what we preached our kids. Obviously, speed's important, but our goal is to wear them down and uh, try to stay fresh longer than they could and be more physical in the line of scrimmage. So, yeah, there's always a few factors that factor into um you know, the outcomes of games, speed being one of them, physicality being another. So we, we try to prioritize physicality every day when we go to the weight room, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll still pride ourselves on that. Well, you, got, uh, uh, you start the conference schedule right in the week two here, uh, September 1st, and you are heading down to Van Buren, who's new. Uh, you got a couple uh, newbies to the uh, uh, conference back-to-back here. But let's talk about this Van Buren. They were a class ahead. I think they're moving down a class. Uh, that 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 might make them more formidable in this level. What do you think? Yeah, I've got a lot of experience coaching against Van Buren. I know they you know they've they've got a new coach a couple years back, but you know they're always they're always a school that's got athletes in my opinion. Um, I know they've got a really rich basketball history in the past, and you know last year we saw them at a seven on seven tournament in Iowa city. And they, you know, they really made some plays out there and they had a lot of athletes and they've changed their system over the last couple of years as well. So uh, I know they lose some seniors, but I wouldn't take that off of 
who they're going to be coming back and we'll have to be ready opening district play it's a little bit different not having you know a couple district or non-district games to open the season and i do believe uh you know we'll have our hands full i know they're junior high last year and i know i'm not saying all their uh, incoming freshmen will be playing but i just know that they have athletes down there and they'll be um they're well coached by coach johnson and they'll be ready to go well i like this this is an excellent gauge for your program cardinal and bam you're in both road games i think uh we'll have a pretty good idea where, where the team's sitting but uh you got a new a team uh i don't know you call it an expansion team or something uh, uh in uh, your home opener here with danville uh week three um they didn't field a team last year uh they've got one out it's uh this is going to be a little difficult to prepare for, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. You know, I think Coach Jensen and I talked about in that last podcast with you about what's tougher about preparing somebody you haven't seen or the opposite. And, you know, I don't think I really even, I don't know, seen a fo- Danville football team since probably I was playing in high school. And I know they had football since then, but um, obviously a lot of new personnel and, you know, when I look at their track and basketball teams, I know they always are very athletic. That's, uh, mm. you know, and, and part of it in coming in the new program, you know, hopefully for their sake, most of their guys want to contribute to the football program as much as they do as other sports. But I fully expect them to. And, yeah, I mean, we don't really necessarily know what they're going to do. But um, like any team would do, if they, if they have a – a scrimmage with another team early in the season. That'll be about our only shot other than, uh, you know, the what two weeks of game film on them. Yeah. Uh, this is the, this is a kind of a, a, a both edges of the sword. You're going to have uh, not only a new team that you haven't played before, but a new coach as well that you don't know that well. And you'll have a, a very minimal amount of film to look at. So that's going to be an interesting game, but I do like that as the home opener. And, and I give you a pretty good shot at winning that game. Uh, but then uh, 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 we, we start out uh, with going to Columbus. And uh, last year's Columbus Peking game was almost one for the, uh, the record books or the yearbooks or the, 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 the one. It just, was just another one of the many, many Columbus Peking matchups that have been very memorable. Uh, this is kind of a rivalry, too, uh, in your coaching tenure. Uh, uh, you you guys really gave Columbus uh, all that they wanted in that first game in the rain last year, but what are we looking at this team? I mean, they're they're not going to have uh, uh, Tristan Miller, for example, but uh, uh, they're still going to have a pretty formidable amount of talent there, aren't they? Yeah, I, Columbus. I co- first of all, Coach Leckwell and their staff, and you know, there's some other guys on there. I know personally that they're just great people, and they care about kids, and they develop kids the right way, and you know they one of them told me last year after they won big you know keep doing what you're doing we've been there and you know i've coached against columbus for a lot of years but uh the fact that tristan miller's graduating i mean he was a very special player but with respect and credit to the rest of the team the rest of staff i don't expect them to drop off a whole lot they always have speed down there and they will plug the right pieces in to be, to me, another district uh, competitor or com- competing for another district championship. And um, we like our chances against them, though. Like you said, last year, our kids come out ready to play, and we caught a few breaks in that game. But I think, you know, I do think we were able to give them one of their tightest games through three quarters. Uh, 
to where normally they kind of put it on all their opponents uh, through two quarters. So um, our kids still talk about that game. It's not really common that you love to talk about losses, but our kids, you know, just a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about something that was brought up. You know, our kids take a lot of pride in how well we played them last year. And, you know, I think uh, even with what we graduate, we'll have kids that are excited to come back and play that game. And obviously, you know, Kate and Amagon will be at the forefront. Um, you know, he'll be on the front of the scouting report. But again, I, I expect him to be well-rounded. And, uh, you know, their scheme might seem simple, but sometimes simple is much better than complex, especially when you can execute like they do. Well, uh, uh, now we're going to talk about the back half of the season, which is a very backloaded. We're going to have three out of four home games in the second half of the season. And uh, uh, you're going to face a, a, a familiar opponent with a new coach, uh, as a scenario was presented to you before, as Lisbon comes to town. Yeah, Lisbon, we played them here two years ago, and they, and they lost. They lost a good amount, but we know we all know Lisbon's in a – Lisbon's in a great uh, proximity or location to, um, to where, you know, they they always seem to have a lot of talent coming back. Um, their JV played, or excuse me, we had to, we didn't, we weren't able to play them in JV last year just because of the way scheduling and um, some injuries piled up. But, you know, I do believe that they, they're going to be another one of those contenders to be at the front, possibly because, they're a pretty well established uh, program, and at the end of the day, they, you know, they're they're just so well coached, and I think they're going to have an easy transition coaching wise, most likely with their defensive coordinator becoming the head coach, and we'll, you know, we're, we'll be more than excited to play them at home the first year in the cycle, partly because I think um, hopefully they're going through a little bit more of a transition than we are since we're in year three and. I still think they'll have some changes with the coach that hopefully will maybe benefit us. But, you know, at the end of the day, they're, they're always very talented. They're, they're an established program in terms of um, being well-trained. And um, I think that could be a really uh, tight, entertaining game. You know, I hopefully home field advantage is able to benefit us a little bit. Well, I, I'm going to say uh, uh, four, four of these first five games are going to be true tests for you. You know what I mean? Uh, Teams that, uh, but if you can come out of that with a couple wins out of that, I think you're going to be in really good shape because you got Highland, Wapolo, and uh, on the road, and then Louisa County at home. But let's talk about this Highland team. They did struggle uh, mightily last year, but uh, maybe in the second year and and late in the season, this team might uh, be able to put a little uh, something together. And uh, they do have some athletes over there. Uh, what are, what do you what do you know about the Highland team? Yeah, Highland, you know they ran a they ran a scheme similar to us last year. Again, I think they were in the boat that we were in year one, just trying you know new coach at the time. They're trying to establish what they're doing. Probably trying to establish you know the nuts and bolts that maybe everybody doesn't see on Friday night as well. Um, they definitely moved the ball. I remember watching some of them last year. They moved the ball on. Um, Lisbon, like handily, I, I believe one of those drives. So, like, I, I do believe that they got the guys there to get it done. Um, I know as well as anybody after you know a, a first year coach two years ago that you know just because um, you know the X's and O's on paperwork, you got to be able to put all the other pieces together and make the whole picture work. 
And, you know, I don't think they lose a whole lot. So I do expect them to be much, much improved. You know, I think some people are still um, writing them off, but I'm not. I do expect them to be improved. And they have, um, I think they have a staff that can put something together there for sure. Well, you, you got your only road game in the back half of the schedule, and you're going to Wapolo. And, and Coach, I could see this, you know, being for an at-large at bid or or, or uh, finishing in the upper division here, uh, Wapolo. Uh, Wapolo traditionally is pretty good. I don't think they had a great record last year, but uh, um, uh, they have just – they're a, a school very similar to Pekin with a pretty strong tradition. They've got good coaching uh, – uh, they have some talent over there. They got pretty good resources over there to create players. Uh, what what are we looking at with this Wapolo Indians team? Yeah, Coach Parsons. I've I've said this for years, and I've coached against Wapolo for a lot of years as well. And Coach Parsons, I just think the world of him. And I know he's stepped down now. He's built that program into one of the most creative and physical, well-coached programs in Southeast Iowa, in my opinion. Every time I scout them on defense when I was at Sigurd Kyoto, he, he's just able to – they were able to throw so many things at you to just make make give you headaches. And I know they promoted a coach that uh, was on staff, so I can't guarantee anything, but I would expect things to, you know, somewhat be a carbon copy. Um, if And maybe I could be wrong there, but, it, you know – you know, last year I know they did struggle a little bit. I think they and they still snuck in the playoffs. I think at four and four, that was a game that we we played them close, but we weren't able to get over the hump in that game. And if we could have come out on top of that one, I think the uh, Wapolo and us would have switched spots in the playoff picture. But uh, hindsight's twenty twenty, and and they were able, they were still still good enough to uh, get in the playoffs last year, which told me. Um, you know, I've heard some chatter from some other schools that Wapolo's, you know, they were struggling. And I'm like, I, I don't I don't buy that they're struggling that bad. I think they'll be fine. And um, we're going to we're going to have to be physical, healthy and a well-oiled machine when we get to that game. Not that we wouldn't for others. And if we hope to come out on top. Well, Wapolo uh, over the last couple of years watched them. I noticed that they finish uh, strong and they always they always beat somebody they're not supposed to, you know. Yeah, they're, they're that kind of a team, aren't they? Yeah, and I, I just they get. I've been in a lot of a lot of close games with Wapolo over the years. I just those kids compete and they love to be there. As long as they're healthy, I think they'll be just fine. Well, we got to wrap this up because you got to get back to teaching here. But uh, we got one more game, and it's the home game, and uh, this could be. Whether you guys go to the playoffs or don't go to the playoffs, the Wise and Muscatines come into town. I know they haven't had the greatest record, but I think that they're on the rise. What do you think? Well, I believe they've uh, they may have cycled through a few head coaches in the in the last five or six years, if I remember correctly. But again, I've played them or I've coached against them enough. Um, I know they've retained some coaching staff. Um, I know from our basketball coach here, he, you know, he's told me that they have some respectable athletes that are great players. He's already told me one of the kids that we're going to have to watch out for on their roster. So, yeah, I do. I do agree. They're just one of those rural programs that they show up, they play hard. Um, and again, they're just going to be very competitive. And with our 
I don't like to say we're going to be too young, but we're going to be somewhat youthful after losing 10 seniors that every game's going to be a test. And we're going to have to be, as, as soon as the math figures us to uh, have to win out to make the postseason, then every game is a playoff game from there on. And um, we don't try to look more than one game in advance, but we just know we've got to be ready for every game we come out this year. Well, I think we have a, a, an exciting team. I know the Wiser Musk team had this Northup kid that was a, a tremendous basketball player, and their basketball team did well and shocked a lot of teams and performed very well against some really good teams. So uh, the athletic ability is there. And uh, so, uh, Coach, I, I like the schedule. Um, I, I, I think you and Wapolo are going to be fighting for that third uh, playoff spot. Uh, maybe even march yourself up to second if you guys can uh, 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 do things. It's a very good schedule, a very interesting schedule. Uh, uh, we won't get a chance to see you much uh, until the second half of the season, but then we'll, we'll uh, uh, you'll, you'll have some home field advantage there. Thanks for being with us, Coach. Anything you wanted to say that you didn't get to? No, I don't think. Just thanks for the coverage, and uh, summer workouts will be here before we know it. So, All right. Well, thanks for being with us, Coach. Thank you. Round Guy Radio Sports has been brought to you by these great sponsors, Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded just like you, located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors in Wellman has your car. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa, for all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family-owned for over 40 years, we repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. B&B Propane and the family of Jet Stops in Burlington, Salem Stub, New London, West Point, Denmark, Houghton, Bonaparte, Milton, Fairfield, and Birmingham. And McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto for all of your farm machinery and auto recycling needs.